Alright, what is up? Good citizens, good people of Crip Nation, how's everybody doing today? Pizza Mind. You guys gave me sugar. <laughs> that was a terrible thing. Why was it so terrible? I'm just collapsing now. You're on a little sugar crash, as I they am, say. but I'm about to recaffeinate, about to revitaminize Ooh. using Zip Fizz, which does not sponsor us yet. Yet. But their orange <laughs> cream drink is quite delicious, and it's been a very healthy replacement for my addiction to soda. Well, lovely. So, thank you, Zip Fizz, for extending my life another three months. Beautiful. Um, so, how you been feeling about the crypto markets recently? Oh, man, I can't wait to buy more altcoins. I know that's been my mantra for a long time, but now like they're actually starting to pop off. We're starting to see a lot of very uh, stable movement, mm. very, very small movements, low volatility up at the top of the market. Mm. But these lower cap coins that are full of potential, we're starting to see some speculation come back in we're starting to see some greed if i might say so absolutely we're starting to see some promise as well some partnerships actually moving the price again Mm. hasn't done that in a couple years the main culprit for that is dag uh constellation we're going to be having them on the show soon to find out what makes them so special so can't wait for that episode oh amazing in the meantime dag's been running crazy in the past month so that's awesome Yeah, man, I agree. A lot of coins that I'm looking at these days are looking good. I know Maker has been having a monster, monster day. Uh, Neo had a big week. Uh, Ren had a big week. Our boys over at Augur Rep, they had a big week. Huge. Stellar, uh, the big news out of the Stellar Foundation was that they burned $3.5 billion worth of Stellar out of their reserves. Wait, wait, wait. Not 3.5 billion tokens. $3.5 $3.5 billion worth of tokens? Correct, Amundo. That's like 50 billion tokens. Yeah, they they, they um, basically, you know, threw a massive, massive supply side cut, uh, are starting to pump the price. So Stellar, I mean, if Stellar's not a big part of your portfolio going into 2020, you are doing it, uh, how do I say, wrong? Um, <laughs> that's, that's definitely one of the things you got to look out for because the market... I mean, the the people that are going to be buying coins in 2020 that aren't in the market right now don't understand really what's going on. But the fact that we have this visibility into the market now and we're here and we are the bear survivors, right? We've been in the market. We're paying attention to all these things. You good citizens of Crypt Nation are surviving the bear market. Uh, Nobody knows about this, you know, $3.5 billion supply side cut. So Stellar is a big one. Um, and guys, Bitcoin is just consolidating and looking pretty steady. It hasn't given back many of its gains. Um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised to see it go and retest that breakout level of like 87, 8,800, but, um, you know, it'd have to, it'd have to basically fail its 200 day moving average again. And it looks like it's holding up pretty steady. So guys, I just hope that you're taking hope into the new year because 2020 is going to rock your Socks. Think of it this way. Like the Stellar Foundation is made up of one of the founders of Ripple, one of the founders of WordPress, a bunch of other really smart dudes. Like they're partnered with IBM. Like they're some of the least stupid people 
least scammy people in this space. I completely agree. And they decided it was a good business decision to set $3.5 billion on fire. (laughs) So what does that tell you their outlook for the future is? They're just trying to make sure that stellar holders are happy, I think. (laughs) Uh, Well, I mean, they expect to get that type of value back and more. Otherwise, they wouldn't have done that. So. That's what that tells me. Yeah, and uh, I, I know Jesse Lund, who's running blockchain over at IBM, put out a, I think it was like a Reddit thread. Uh, it was it was about a year ago or so, but he was talking about how Stellar and uh, the central banks are working together to do digital currencies based on the Stellar platform. So I remember when that news came out, Stellar went like 300% in a day and then retraced almost all the way. And then that's when it started back up its next bull leg. So anyhow, enough on Stellar. Um, Let's see how Ethereum is looking. Let's pull up the chart for Ethereum. Dash is looking good. I mean, all these mid cap to high cap, you know, top 50, these are going to be good bets. In my opinion, it's not financial advice, it's education only, but this is going to be a big next six months leaving into the halving. Uh, the ETH BTC ratio doesn't look in extremely strong. I think with Ethereum, there's so many substitutes, right? Like it's already a pretty saturated market and it, it just feels like there's a lot of substitutes for that. So I think you're going to be better off going for um, some smaller coins at this point. Um, but anyhow, that's kind of the market weather report. Do you have a friend who's interested in getting into cryptocurrency, but they don't know where to start building their portfolio? Well, we have the answer. It's called Copy Trader by eToro. With Copy Trader, you can automatically copy every trade of eToro's top crypto traders, just like myself or Bryce or Kevin, at the exact price point and in real time. No need to study up on markets or develop your own strategies. Simply just sign up and copy our trades. Any profits that we make, you do too. Proportional to your investment, of course. With eToro, you get access to the world's most popular cryptocurrencies with transparent trading fees all in one easy-to-use app. Copy the smart money with eToro. Journey on over to Hot or Not. Hot or Not. Dun-dun-dun. Coming in at number one. Again, Hot or Not, seven-day moving average. Got to trade at least $1 million in trading volume over the last seven days. And we look at the top three and the bottom three. And Mindole... Ticker MIN was also in the top last week. So it's back to back toppers. Mindle, again, don't know what it does. Don't say it's good or bad, but it's up 225% on $3.5 million worth of trading. Ha, cha, 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 cha. Ha, cha, cha, cha. We may need to look into that guy. <laughs> so we have Cessia. Ticker is Kicks, K I C K S, for some reason. $4.2 million over the last seven days, up a whopping 116%. Good and, job, Cessia, whoever you are. Yeah, good job. And DX chain token. You know, I'll take it. $3.2 million, ticker DX, 66%. Who are the biggest losers, Pete's? The biggest losers are a bunch of people I've never heard of. That makes you a loser first and foremost. I, uh, we should and number get, two. I was just going to say, we should get some feedback from the community. Should we just focus on top you know, give us a tweet. If you guys are listening, tweet at us what you would like. Do you like the format that we do now with just the top people that have traded a million dollars? Doesn't matter what place in the market they are. Or would you rather like to see only the top 100 or top 200 or top 300 and just use that as a metric and it doesn't matter 
how much volume they traded. So give us a tweet, give us a shout out, and let us know. But Pete's, who are these idiots? That That's lost? a great question. So these losers that are somehow managing to destroy their investor confidence during this period where altcoins are finally moving up. E miner coming in minus twenty seven percent. Ouch. DAC, D A C C coming in minus thirty one percent. Ouch. And lastly, Spendcoin, also coming in at minus 31%. Despicable. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's that. Um, again, we'd love to get, hear some feedback on how you guys like to see Hot or Not shaken out. But let's move on over to Fire Tweets. And yeah. Personally, my favorite segment because I like knowing what is in uh, in the community, right? What kind of things are being talked about? And there was this really, really interesting poll, um, a Twitter poll taken by Ron Paul, no relation to him uh, as Bryce Paul, but he had a a poll that got about 77,000 responses. And here was the question he posed to his Twitter followers. A wealthy person gifts you $10,000. You get to choose in which form you'll accept the gift. But there's a catch. You must keep the gift in the form that you choose for 10 years without touching it. In which form would you accept the gift? So before I even tell you the answers, uh, Ron Paul was a, for those of you who don't know, a libertarian uh, presidential candidate, and he's that's who he is. Um, Pete, would you hold for 10 years, can't move it, can't touch it, A, Federal Reserve Notes, B, gold, C, Bitcoin, or D, 10-year U.S. Treasury bonds? Hmm. I've seen Federal Reserve notes somewhere. Isn't that like uh, cash? Yep. Hmm. Well, knowing that uh, the inflation rate is about 3% annually, I would lose, what, 30% of value just holding it in cash for 10, for 10 years? years? I don't know, man. Ooh, that sounds brutal. It sounds brutal. Gold? I don't know. I can't really hold it. Ten-year treasury bond? Garbage. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm going to have to say Bitcoin. Ding, 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 ding. So did 59% of those 77,000 people uh, that Ron Paul had addressed. Um, 77,000 responses and 59% of them said Bitcoin. 2% said Federal Reserve notes. 32% said gold. So close runner-up. And 7% said 10-year treasury bonds. So... Just goes to show that the tide is shifting, that there's real people out there um, that are not just your cryptomaniacs like Pizza Mind and I and all you good crusaders of Crypt Nation out there trying to change the future of money. But there's, you know, a big other group of people that, you know, would like to hold Bitcoin and think it's valuable. So don't sell your Bitcoin to them. <laughs> and the next fire tweet we have um, is by is, another famous Paul. Yes, by Bryce Paul over <laughs> here. I wanted to include it. We don't usually include our own tweets, but he said something that really resonated with me and I wanted to mention it. Thank you. He says, in trading, being wrong is one thing and that's okay. Staying wrong is another thing and that's not okay. So going back up to Ron Paul's poll, we see only 59% of people gave the right answer. That's still an F, America. You're not even at a D yet. You need to get with the program. It's a fucking multiple choice question, yeah. too. Come on. 
Give me a break. Give me a break. Get the right answer next year. And again, being wrong is okay. That's okay. Staying wrong, however, once you realize that you're wrong, that's a cardinal sin. Yeah, ridiculous. Pride goeth before a fall. That's a biblical quote. That is biblical. And guys, my favorite analyst in the space, Willie Wu, at Wu-Nomic. That's W-O-O-N-O-M-I-C. This guy, oh man, he's just a genius. And if I ever saw him, I would fanboy. His tweet was, thoughts of 2020, question mark? Well, once we get a monthly close above $14,000 in the price of Bitcoin, we will enter the second phase of the bull market. A steady, lowish volatility run in price should happen by the start of 2020, and that's the best time to deploy capital. 2020 equals smiley face and thumbs up. So what he's kind of saying here is that the best, you know, obviously for opportunity costs, you don't want to be holding coins that are staying, you know, going ranging and ranging and ranging. And you're not really gaining any money or losing any money, but there's opportunity costs that you're, that you're basically losing out on because you could be holding something that's going up. And so he's saying by the end or by the start of 2020, so guys, it's November. Um, this is coming up. You guys need to be ready. The start of 2020 is almost here. Uh, he's saying, you know, we're going to exit this accumulation phase and we're just going to start that next low volatility, just run in price, kind of like we, what we saw in the beginning of 2017 before things got really crazy. It was just, you're steady. All right, every week I'm making, you know, 10, 15%, um, which is good, right? So, you know, again, we're not saying that that's going to happen. This is just one analyst's opinion, um, but that's the best time to start deploying as much capital as possible is because now you're in a trending market. Right now, we're not necessarily in a trending market. Um, our 50-day moving average is sloping downwards and prices right in between the 50 and the 200. Um, so there's actually a um, disequilibrium in our moving averages where your short term is actually pointing down and price is slightly above that. Um, and then we have our 200-day, which is sloping up uh, and prices above that. So anyhow, we are starting to uh, you know exit this accumulation phase and we're going to blow through 14k and it's going to be a wild wild time and you guys will be at the forefront of information because we're here for you and we live this space we breathe this space um, sometimes i look in the mirror and i just see a big orange bee <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know if that's just too much you may have taken the wrong medication <laughs> All right, what do, what, what do we got cooking for Scorched Earth? Who's getting burned this week? So for today's Scorched Earth, we're talking about a story from our good friend, Jade Barclay, who is a world traveler. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. She's well known for 
spending 12 weeks last year traveling the world only on cryptocurrency. So she came out to uh, Las Vegas for World CryptoCon and she lost her wallet, which is a big deal because she's not American. She's Australian. So she had to literally recover everything she had. Thankfully, her passport was not in there. So she still had her passport, but that was literally all she had. So she contacted her bank and the bank said, well, we actually can't deliver outside the country. So we won't even send you your new cards. Meanwhile, you know, she's got to figure out how to check into the hotel. She can live off crypto, you know, to buy food and drinks and, you know, cabs and stuff like that. But, you know, suddenly she's thrust into the she can only pay on crypto again situation. So in arguing with the bank, she had to go on, change her address to um, like her parents' house in Australia or something like that. Because the old P.O. box that she had, she no longer has because she Mm. moved away. She just continued it. And for three days, their, the bank's internal systems just wouldn't update and show her new address for them to mail out a new card. Dang. And then when her parents finally get that card, now they have to like overnight ship it for like $130 to the U.S. So, again, just a way that banks are failing people miserably, not just here in the U.S., but all over the world. Yeah. It's a shame, and I'm sorry that she's going through it, but at least she has good friends like you, Pete, that it, will help her out. At least she has good friends, but unfortunately, the people that found her wallet were not good people, and they completely drained both her checking and her savings of several thousand dollars in the meantime. Yeah, that's so dumb. So several more phone conversations to have to try and recover some of her money. Uh, despite all that, she's got a, a positive attitude and a smile on her face because... She's got to uh, hang out with Crypto 101 for the week while she Mm -hmm. gets her stuff back together. So I think it's all going to work out. And uh, the opportunity cost of uh, this is, I think it will work out in her favor. Keep keep that name on the top of your mind, Jade Barclay. That's going to be something you're going to be hearing a lot for years to come. Absolutely. She is a gem of a human. And she's got what, it's called Crypt Talk, right? Yeah, well, I think she's just going to be doing uh, a lot of uh, solo work from this point going forward, doing business development, really being um, a link between a lot of uh, communities in Asia and Australia. Awesome. And potentially here in the U.S. and uh, in Hong Kong as well. So she's got all kinds of connections, real sweetheart, very, very classy lady, and we're very lucky that uh, she's been helping us here this week. She's really made a difference in some of the projects that we're doing here. So I'd say the classiest gal in crypto. I might even stretch that far. I, who could argue? <laughs> who could argue? I dare you. I dare, I dare you. you. Well, let's move right on over to Smoke and Mirrors. And this week, we're going to talk about staking crypto versus parking stable coins and gaining a little bit of interest on that. So we're going to discuss the pros and cons of each way of trying to generate a little bit of passive income. Because everybody likes a little passive income, don't they? And you should. We always say it time and time again. Your money needs to work as hard for you as you work for it. So if it's just sitting there in your bank account, you're literally losing value. Right. So this is... And they they trick you because they say it's an interest-bearing savings account. Well, it's in their best (laughs) interest, not yours. That's for damn sure. So staking crypto. You have your own wallet. Where if you have a proof of stake coin that may pay you a certain amount of interest annually. Denominated in that coin which you're staking. That's right. Could go up or down in value. It's a pretty good idea. It's very, very novel. Uh, There's a lot of people that really, really do it. But uh, there's some cons to that as well. 
And those cons are the volatility of the market. You may end up with more coins, but much less value, mm. as we've seen in the past two years. A very, very good project can still lose 90% of its value. And that's a problem if uh, your roof gets damaged and you need to get a new one. You need to pull out $14,000 for a new roof. And a lot of your money, even though you have way more coins now, the value is down. So that's a big, big downside. Yeah. Yeah, and then on the on the flip side, well, actually, before we move on from staking, yeah, I'm a, I'm a big proponent of staking because a staking isn't for nothing. It helps the network, right? Like a lot of the times, in proof of stake, for instance, with Ethereum 2.0, they you know they're moving from proof of work, which is all the mining, to proof of stake. So if you hold 32 Ethereum and you lock it up and you stake, you become a block producer on the network and you are earning the block rewards. And so you're actually doing the whole network a favor uh, by you know being a part of the network, and you also constrict the supply, um, so there's less coins to go around. So it actually helps the price uh, in the long run. So I think staking is really good. And you know who else thinks staking is really good? And there was a big announcement this week um, is Coinbase. What is Coinbase doing with staking? They are saying we like you can use Coinbase as a staking as a service platform. Um, they're starting with Tezos, which is ticker XTZ. Tezos was up like, I know on Coinbase, it went up 100% in a day. Um, and, you know, th there wasn't enough efficient arbitrage or quick enough arbitrage because all the other exchanges were at 120 uh, and Coinbase blew the top off to 190. Um, but it's kind of all come down and, and gotten arbed, arped back together. But there, yeah, it's crazy, right? But yeah, so so obviously... Coinbase is bullish on staking as well because they're starting to build out the capabilities for all of their customers. And it's kind of like the bank of the future, if you think about it, right? It really is. Um, and that's the other, the drawdown of it as well as, as we move into, you know, parking stable coins mm -hmm. in that way is I'd say the con or the pro, depending on who you are, is that somebody else is in control of your money. Right. The pro is if you're very haphazard and you lose things or you break your computers a lot, maybe it's a better idea to leave your value in someone's more capable hands. The con is if, you know, you really just want to be sure that your money is yours, because as we say, not your keys, not your crypto. Damn straight. And yeah, you're generally trusting these, um, you know, these third party platforms, which again, a lot of them have earned our trust over the years. Um, a great lending platform out there is one called Celsius. Another one's called BlockFi. Um, Nexo. Nexo. Yeah, yeah, can't forget Nexo. Um, there's a few pretty well-established people in the space that actually have insurance policies. In case something does happen, mm -hmm. their users are still going to be taken care of. So that is probably the best evolution we've seen over the past two years is the legitimacy of being able to trust more than just yourself. Absolutely. Or at least the appearance and lending is a great way to diversify your portfolio because what you're doing when you're getting when think about this even like let's take it back to the whole bank like people a lot of people don't understand that when you put your money in a bank account you are literally lending the bank your money so that they can lend it out to somebody else um it's not your money once it's in the bank account um they that's literally what's happening and so in the same way when you're gaining interest on, say, your stable coins or any of your cryptocurrencies that you could, you know, lend out uh, to people who either want to use your coins as leverage or they want to buy uh, your coins, um, essentially what's happening is 
you they're paying you for the privilege of borrowing your uh, your coins and stuff. So it's 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 a two sided market. You're not just throwing it in end of the ether and you know it's just sitting there. It's like no, somebody's actually using it. Um, so lending is very important, and some of these platforms are offering you like five to eight percent. I know I know um, Coinbase is offering five percent every year for their Tezos staking, but some of the platforms, like if you go to Celsius.network or, you know, BlockFi or whatever, Nexo, you could see all their interest rates and you could see which coins are earning the most interest for lending out. So it's a great way to diversify your portfolio in a bear market or in a bull market. Um, so yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Especially if you're in stable coins as opposed to Bitcoin or Ethereum, you can definitely get, uh, if you shop around, you can get 8% on your stable money, which is not going to be losing or gaining any uh, price yeah, over no. the course of several years. So it's pegged to the U.S. dollar. That's really, really valuable. Nexo offers that. Celsius offers that. BlockFi offers that, like you mentioned. Yeah. So that's really, really a good way to do things. But if you decide to stake your Bitcoin or your Ethereum at the right time in the market, you could be making an extra 5%, 8%, 15%, whatever it may be, while the value of that token goes way, way up, too. Mm-hmm. So there's certainly a lot that's going on out there. And, and guys, these are legitimate lending platforms. This is not BitConnect. This is not, oh, earn, you know, deposit your money in this BitConnect wallet and earn 1% interest a day. Like these are, you know, U.S. entities um, registered. Like I know some guy bought a house through the Nexo platform. Like these are fully regulated and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, it just goes, it's just, you know, the last little bit I'll talk about here. It's just a testament to the, the maturity of our space in the last three years um, that there's now legitimate lending platforms out there. So Pete, let's move on over to the news because it was kind of big week. I feel like you found a ton of awesome news bits. We have had a great news week and it really signals just what's really coming for the future. So Binance Mm. announced on Wednesday that it had, had signed a memorandum of understanding to work with the digital transformation ministry of Ukraine for the purpose of establishing the potential legal status of virtual assets and currencies in the country. So what that means is basically Ukraine and Binance are working together to make crypto legal in Ukraine. It's a beautiful thing. That's a very beautiful thing. And it's a country that really needs it. Absolutely. You know, we remember all the riots that were going around in Kiev just about three, four years ago, all the oppression and, you know, that's a country that really needs, you know, freedom of choice and currency. Ukraine's notorious for oppression since back in the USSR days. Mm-hmm. That that whole region has suffered a lot. So cryptocurrency could be a great, great thing for those people. Um, in addition, you know, we talked last week about uh, the president of China giving the mandate to invest in blockchain. In addition to that, even though Bitcoin is still technically banned in China, um, the Chinese control more than 70% of its hash rate in terms of mining Bitcoin, even though it's a huge contradiction. There was a list of 450 wasteful and hazardous activities that were supposed to be completely restricted or eliminated uh, next April. But the Chinese government has removed Bitcoin mining from that list. Yes. So that is a huge... Open up the floodgates. That's right. That is a huge, huge thing for China and Bitcoin. So even though it hasn't uh, said Bitcoin is legal yet, we can see the cobblestones being laid. Love it. And lastly, lastly, Square. 
Ah. Our good old buddy Jack Dorsey from Twitter. God bless and Jack Square Dorsey. Had uh, their their company earnings reports for the uh, Q3. They reportedly earned 1.27 billion between July 1st and September 30th of this year. Q3. My god. Through Square's crypto business, they've done all kinds of stuff. So because uh, Square has this thing called Cash App. If you haven't seen Cash App yet, definitely check it out. Cash App clocked in 307 million of that revenue. Wow. And uh, Jack Dorsey said that first time Bitcoin buyers in this quarter has approximately doubled. Wow. So that's yeah. that's quite a bullish sign. So I mean, $307 million in revenue from people just buying Bitcoin via Cash App. And Cash App is a totally awesome uh, platform. I highly recommend you guys use it. It's like Venmo, but you could have Bitcoin in it. Cash App is owned by Square, who's owned by uh, good old God President Jack Dorsey. And yeah, so again, just another sign, just trying to paint you guys the bullish picture of the future of the space that you're in. First time Bitcoin buyers have doubled in the course of three months through this through the Square Cash App. So if that doesn't make you want to jump from the ceilings, I don't know what it's going to be. Jump from the ceilings, but do not take a mortgage out on your house. Yes, do please not don't condone do that. that because chances are you don't sell at the right time and then you're screwed. Yeah. So don't do that. But whatever cash you do have to invest, take a look into crypto. Just take a look. And before you even take a look at prices, just get educated on the space. You know, like see what the potentiality that crypto holds is. Potentiality sounds like the type of word like an old Italian gangster would use incorrectly. The potentialities. <laughs> yeah. I like it. If it's a word, it's a word. If it's not, it's not. Who cares? It's my show. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Guys, All right. get yourself educated. Do your own research. Buy crypto. We've been keeping it gangster this week on the Weekly Fire, but we're going to snuff it out for now. Yes, we are. And we will see you on Monday. Guys, we love you. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply.